This is Somewhat About Wine, an inside perspective of the operations of a small Sierra Foothill winery and the characters who run it. It's five o'clock. As usual, Jordan, Nick, David, Morrison that is, and owner David Gerard are hanging out over an after-hours glass of wine. Though their conversation is about wine, it bounces around between philosophy, music, education, small successes, big mistakes, life in general, cabbages and kings and more. Glad you could join us. Yes, we're back. I'm David Gerard. We're here at David Gerard Vineyards. It's uh, Friday, April 28th. We have a special guest today who's going to join us in a bit, uh, Franny Fox, who's our events and wedding manager. So she's going to be with us. Uh, there is one correction already. Jordan uh, Mingle, our winemaker, is not here today. He's with his family in Mexico. He'll be back next week, but uh, we'll carry on without him. If we have any really tough questions, uh, we'll save them for him. Um, or make it up. Or make it up. David Morrison, good morning. Good morning. Actually, it's afternoon. <laughs> <laughs> Off to a stellar start. <laughs> Close to evening. <laughs> Nick? Hi. Good Good morning, afternoon. Nick Calger. Buenos tardes. Our assistant winemaker and, uh, and bon vivant uh, of, of all sorts. Um, so, as I said, Jordan's missing in action with his family down in Mexico. We've got a few things for you today. We hope you will enjoy uh, one of which we're going to talk a bit about our Okisan release uh, recently. And um, also, uh, we're going to talk about our next release day of our quarterly wines for our wine club members, which will occur on May 20th. And then I want to uh, introduce uh, uh, you to uh, Shakespeare's Tempest and uh, when that's going to be, which will be in uh, about 12 days out. So we'll talk about that a bit. Um, we had a visit from uh, a battalion chief of Cal Fire. I'd like to mention somewhat uh, something about uh, his visit, which was interesting. Our next trip to the hinterlands, uh, David's trip to Wheatland, and, uh, and miscellaneous other stuff. So uh, As we do. As we do. Um, so we do have... Um, a couple of things I think that we should address first, uh, and that would be our mailbox. Nick, we have a few things, do we not? Sure, we do. Yeah, yeah. And actually, as we uh, as we go on, we, we get more and more. So thank you all very much for listening and writing in through the appropriate channels, and uh, we really appreciate it. So John from Clarkston says, you're not going to believe this, but while I was listening to your second podcast discussing how stupid turkeys were banging on your door... At that exact moment, one of our turkeys was banging on our door. So, there, like I said last time, mating season and all that—it's um, it's happening over in Clarkston too. So, 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 no question there, Nick. No, no question. It's it's a, a questions and comments mailbox. Let's ah, say that. Okay. Um, I actually got another comment here at the bottom. Um, next, we have Jeff from Granite Bay. Uh, we took our work team to Scott's Seafood in Folsom and was so excited when I saw your wine there. My first tasting, and it was great. And um, I know they had our Grenache at Scott's. Um, thanks to Scott's for carrying our wine. I believe they have our Vignier Roussan as well. That's correct. Um, both really nice, really nice wines with, uh, with the fare that Scott's provides. So thanks for that, Jeff. Um, and then we've got Janet from Coloma. She says, you don't seem to include the listener in your conversation much. It would be nice to feel more included. Uh, well, Janet, uh, I think the mailbox is definitely a good place to do that. And, um, you know, as far as inclusion goes, there is, I know at least on Spotify, there is sort of a um, Q&A thing for each individual episode. So I'm thinking I might start posting there and sort of doing a, a little more engagement with listeners because I agree. I think that would be that would be nice. Do you do you think that that's what that comment is about about not not having the back and forth? Um, well, that's a good question. I mean, I guess we couldn't physically include the listener in an episode with them. <laughs> Well, the, or they may not want to be included. Yeah, in or episode. that. <laughs> yeah, I guess I'm just trying to make sense out of it. Not that that's not a good uh, comment. I'm just, um, is that something where maybe we're talking, uh, we're, we're not 
simplifying things enough. Oh, that could be. That could be. It's, it could be. The other thing I thought it was, it was uh, like you're talking inside baseball, and it kind of doesn't bring in the listener. And, and I think it's a great comment, and uh, I think we should, um, we should try to do that. With, uh, as Nick mentioned, with the, with the mailbox, that was one attempt to do that. But I also yeah. think there are some other things we can do. For example, um, and we're going to do it in a minute, we'll talk about the wine uh, sometimes we forget. We say, "Well, we're drinking this wine today while we're while we're doing the podcast," and that's it. We don't say what wine, uh, nor do we describe the wine. Sure. And so that kind of thing, I think, would would uh, address that. Uh, but thank you, Janet. I appreciate the comment. Yeah, thank you, Janet, for the enigmatic comment. Um, and then let's see. We've got another comment here. Uh, I have to look that word up. <laughs> enigmatic. <laughs> yeah, that's. <laughs> It's a good word for Wrap, uh, wrapped in a mystery. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> um, and then we uh, we actually had a guest come in this weekend, uh, Robert from Eldorado Hills. Uh, he simply stated, "You guys don't talk much about wine," uh, which is true. I think our third episode, the last one that we just did, that one was definitely uh, a wine heavier talk. But I think that uh, that comment was based on just. Uh, our first two yeah so. yeah which we definitely avoided the uh the topic of wine on those two um you know and i think that's um that's a good point i think we want to keep it this way there are a lot of podcasts that are strictly about mm-hmm. wine out there and um you know we're, we're kind of bringing our own i guess i guess brand to it but you know when you work at a winery and you spend all your time at one you don't necessarily want to talk about wine all day <laughs> You know? Well, something about what? It's uh, somewhat, exactly. You and know, I worked in a potato chip factory once. <laughs> yeah. I learned to hate potato chips, <laughs> never wanted to see one, much less talk about it. So I are you, you saying I'm going to hate wine soon? No, 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 no not no, the wine. No, you not better not. Wine. Yeah, we can't, we can't lose I our... think I'm enjoying it more and more every week. <laughs> Speaking of which, uh, <laughs> we have a wine that we have before us, and it's our Viognier Roussan, and so I want everybody to know... A little bit about that wine. Yeah, the Viognier Roussan, very nice wine. So two varietals, right? Viognier and Roussan. Uh, Viognier being a little more floral, kind of perfumey on the nose. Um, Roussan, kind of the opposite, a little more kind of grassy. Um, so they balance each other out really well. That that wine actually goes through the uh, malolactic uh, fermentation process too. So it's got kind of a nice creamy finish to it. Great I, summer wine. I was in a uh, I was in a restaurant in Cleveland. And we were selling our wine in Ohio, and uh, during the during the uh, during the meal, I had to get up and say we're having this particular wine or that. And uh, as it turned out, one of the wines we had there for that meal was Viognier Roussan. Somebody raised their hand and asked me if it went through malolactic fermentation. I had no clue, <laughs> so I, I had I mumbled some answer like, "Well." I think it goes through malolactic uh, partially. Yeah, there you go. So, so, so I went and sat down, and, and I said to the table, I said, not a clue. Um, I said, do you think I ought to fess up? Said, nah, see what happens. So I got up, and there was the next course, and we had a different wine. And I said, I have to fess up. I said, I was asked that question. And, um, and uh, I really uh, was kind of fuzzy answering the guy. says, yeah, I know. I said, how do you know? He said, I looked it up. He says, I forgot all about cell phones. <laughs> I looked it up. He says, no, you were right. He says, it goes through partial malolactic. Oh, yeah, you were right. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Fake, it, right. fake it till you make it. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Um, and then one final thing on the mailbox here, and we'll move on to something else. Uh, this one actually just came in. This is from Jake and Marissa Herndon, uh, two of my, my personal personal wine club members that I get along very well with. Thank you both for writing in. Yeah, that's not the case with all of our wine club no, members. No, it's the case with every single one of you. <laughs> Each of you are... are <laughs> nice. Well, we've just lost... Oh, I don't know. Well, that's why I threw well, the word personally I don't know what the, the implication was. Though. You're all I'm my just... special, special children out there. Um, they say... <laughs> disregard. <laughs> Hey, wine team, I'm thoroughly enjoying the podcast. Keep up the good work. Uh, question for the pod, how long do you typically use oak barrels, and are there certain varietals that get priority when utilizing a new barrel? Um, so we'll defer that to Jordan. He's off in Mexico. Yeah. It's, no, I'm, I'm teasing. We'll, <laughs> oh. We'll, we'll, we'll take a I shot. thought you were just going to take a wild guess like you did with the malolactic <laughs> fermentation. Pretty much. So, so um, first of all, um, we use... 
uh, French oak. And the reason we use French oak is because it's a tighter grain and imparts just a little different um, uh, flavor in, into the wine. And, okay. and typically you'll taste vanilla. If you put too much oak on a wine, I asked somebody one time when we were first starting, I says, well, how can you tell if it's oaky? It's just like sucking on a two-by-four. <laughs> so you can overdo it. We try to, to, to balance the oak. French oak is, is preferable for us, but we also use a lot of neutral oak, one-year oak, two-year oaks. And by the third year, uh, the barrels are pretty much neutral, fourth year for sure. And so we put it through. Now, when, when I visited the Rhone, uh, I noticed that very few wineries, and someone will call and say, you missed 90% of the wineries on your visit, perhaps, but uh, they use ceramic tanks quite a, a, quite a bit. And so it wasn't on oak at all. And, and a number of the wineries used neutral oak. And I think the reason for that is that, is that uh, like the Bordeaux's, um, who, which have a, a higher, higher tannin, um, uh, tannic... Uh, profile. Profile, thank you. Boy, <laughs> save me another one. Yeah, uh, it, it, it has a better balance. Yeah. So, so with the Rhones, I think there's less of that. Uh, we, do, we, use, we use tanks as well. You see that a lot in the Rhone along with the ceramic. The stainless vats. steel tanks. Stainless steel tanks. So now would you say, when you say ceramic, um, it's it's like a ceramic tile, right? It's like a... Yeah, it's like you're in a large shower. It's like you're in a large so shower. All the walls are, <laughs> all the walls are, are, are just uh, these little eight-by-eight eight tiles. Wow. With, and the ceramic... With, with grout in between. The ceramic tiles would be probably similar. The effect you, you would get with that might be similar to the stainless? Yeah. Very, yeah, so there's no, the notion is, is there no is oxygen. Any, yeah, what's the word you use, profile? Profile. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> there's, no, there's no oak profile on the wines. And I think that's the character of the Rhone wines. They're more of a finesse wine. Uh, they're more subtle. Definitely. Uh, and so um, one, one likes to use, um, uh, use, uh, use the flavors of the, the grapes uh, without, uh, without worrying so much about the tannins. Yeah, yeah, and you know, as the assistant winemaker, I can kind of speak to this, and I've said it before. I think on this sh on this podcast is we really like to let the fruit speak for itself, um, and neutral oak really allows us to do that. Very rarely do we use new oak. It is it is as David said, primarily neutral oak. Um, and as for the second part of the question, are there certain varietals that get priority when utilizing a new barrel? Um, you know, again, we, we rarely bring in new barrels. If we do, if we're making a bigger, bolder wine, we might, we might utilize that in a new barrel, but that would really be the only time that a new barrel is even introduced. Yeah, in kind of to place. what David said, um, maybe a wine that's a little bit heavier, exactly. something with a little bit more tannins yeah. that can support that. Exactly. Newer oak. Support the oak. So. Yeah. Hey, look who's here. Franny's here. Oh, all right. Franny. Our Hello, final Franny. Guest. I want to introduce Franny. Franny Fox, you're being introduced, but take your time. Grab your wine. Okay. Have, take, take a seat. I definitely need some wine. <laughs> Here to go. So we were talking about our Okisan release uh, last week, and uh, we had a, a number of people in that uh, seemed to enjoy their day. We had a, a band in and music, uh, food. Yeah, yeah, it was a busy day. Um, I think we got more people in than I thought we were going to. Um, we did some pairings with it, a couple of Gouda cheeses, an aged Gouda, uh, smoked Gouda, and candied bacon. Yeah, that was a big hit. Candied bacon. It was, a, yeah, it was great. Bacon's always a big hit. Yeah. <laughs> so no vegetarian. It was amazing. Time. The candied bacon. The, so the Okisan is a Syrah uh, with some new oak. And um, so a little, little heavier wine for us, some really nice tannins. And um, we all noticed that the candied bacon actually brought out some of the pepper in the, in the wine. It was just incredible. Is there any wine that doesn't go with candied bacon? That's a, that's a good question. I, I don't know. Vignet Roussan, perhaps. <laughs> I don't know. Bring it up in a circle. Who was the band? Uh, the band was actually from uh, Wakamatsu. Oh, okay. And uh, they did what kind of music? It was like folk, you? sort of folk music. Uh, they're called Hither and Yon. Um, it's uh, Elena DeLacy. She's, uh, I think, one of the heads over at the American River Conservancy. And um, 
they're tied in with Wakamatsu, and the Okesan wine is kind of a namesake of of Wakamatsu, which is our neighbors. Um, it's a really interesting story. Uh, if you ever want to come in and, and hear it over a glass of Okesan, that'd be great. But yeah, they did a great job. It was really nice to have music. And, and it's going to be a very long story, I'm sure. Yeah, <laughs> it is. It is. But it, it's a beautiful story. It's a really interesting kind of piece of California history. So we almost yeah. have, uh, I think, uh, 90 acres. Uh, I think 40 of it's planted. I better, you think? I think, yeah, because <laughs> it keeps changing. Uh, everybody that comes in. 38, count, 39, that, 40, 40, 42. 41. <laughs> uh, so, anyway, uh, uh, about 40 acres. And the rest, uh, we have about 20 acres of woods. And, and the rest is, is uh, improved property. Next door to us is the American River Conservancy, which has uh, purchased property all along the American River uh quite a number of, of uh, miles, actually. Uh, and uh, uh, one can walk along the river, run along the river. And they're next to us, and they have a number. Um, I'm not sure how much acreage they have. It really doesn't matter. But the reason they bought it was because it was the first Japanese uh, colony in the United States, the first Japanese person uh, born Japanese to die on American soil. And if you've ever seen the movie... Um, with Tom Cruise. Last Samurai? Last Samurai. It's roughly, roughly about that period and what happened there. Uh, so it is a good story, Nick, as, as you say, but uh, we'd run out of time on this podcast. But it's worth looking into. Yeah, I did want to mention with the Okisan, and <clears throat> correct me if I'm wrong, but um, we only have one barrel of that, or correct. we had one barrel of it. Correct. We've sold probably... Uh, 70 80 percent of it yeah so we don't have a lot left but we do have a little bit left uh a spectacular wine drinkable now it's yeah. a 2020 yeah. wine drinkable now however you know a year or two three down the road it'll probably be even better yeah um but uh, we do have a little bit left if you're interested so can you tell our listeners what the recipe for that bacon, candied bacon stuff is? Don't do it. <laughs> I can't. I, I, I honestly don't line. know. He, he don't wasn't know. told the recipe. Uh, I asked for it. Would you be killed if you told the recipe? If I knew it? Probably. Yeah. yeah. But, well, go ahead. Just make something up. <laughs> All I know is brown sugar and bacon. And wine. Uh, well, um, yeah, some wine went with it. And it was a little, there was some spice to it. So, I don't, something that made it a little spicy, too. So, hey, real quick, did we get a new piece of artwork in here? No. We did. Yes. Over, we did. Over oh. yonder. Oh. You can't see, Good. but we're all pointing at the opposite yeah. wall. It's, it's, an, it's an Edward Hopper. It's called the Nighthawks. And, uh, it's that's a another long story, perhaps as long Fancy. as Oki San, which is not very interesting. I did see that picture, Fancy. and I was wondering. It doesn't seem very um, relative to. What are you talking about? David's people branching s- out. People sitting at a bar. Is that an original? <laughs> They're not sitting at a wine sure. bar. Yeah, oh, it's an original. Yeah, right. It's worth fifty million dollars. Uh, so, by, by the way, real quick, I just wanted to hop in. The, uh, the, the feminine voice that you hear, that is Franny, who, uh, who has just joined us here at the table. Hello, hello. There she is, some feminine energy to the podcast. Jennifer is my bar name. <laughs> okay, Jennifer. <laughs> Shakespeare, coming up. I didn't know I needed a different name for this job. Always. Huh. We're going to find a bar name for you because it's not. How about David. Rudolfo? Mm, Rudolfo? Yeah. From Austria. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and moving on. <laughs> and curtain. How about Prospero, as in The oh. Tempest? Oh, good. Good segue. Oh, is that next? The Tempest? I just wanted a bar name, not a warrior name. <laughs> Prospero. Um, yeah, we've got the, uh, the uh, Folsom Lake College Presents The Tempest, uh, Shakespeare play coming up here at the Vineyard. David, if you want to embellish that a little bit. Yeah, it's May 11th through the 14th uh, for performances. They are great. uh, Folsom Lake College is about, um, I don't know, what, 20 miles from here? Yeah, they're 15 miles. And they have a theater called the um, uh, Falcon Eye Theater Players, Mm -hmm. uh, and they're all students at the the college and directed by Jamie Van Camp. It's, uh, we had them, this is to be the third year, and it's been a, Great opportunity for us to have. You're looking at me like it's not second the third year. year. Second year. It's the second year. 
Okay, before you guys were here. Oh, yeah. oh yes, oh. yes. I was before thinking maybe not consecutive years. The older years. you get, the faster this time was a, goes by. The, I, I the, thought maybe that yeah, was it. It was in 1952. <laughs> BC. Yeah. <laughs> we got to keep with David's you know, time. You don't remember David doing that that hour-long soliloquy? It's uh. okay. He doesn't need it. <laughs> to, to be or not, uh, I'll spare you that. So, but they will be here. Tickets are still available. You can get them through Folsom Lake College online, or you can call here. Uh, same as um, same as if you would uh, contact us by phone or, or text or whatever. That's yeah, so, gonna be yeah. fun. That's Mother's Day weekend, yeah. Yeah, yes. okay. yeah. It's it's a great time. We uh, like David said, we did it last year. Uh, just the amount of work that the students and the um, stage crew put into it. You know, even if you don't understand all that Shakespearean yield English, um, it's still a really good energy. It's a it's a really good time. Uh, we sold out all four nights last year, so if that's something you're interested in, um, tickets will be will be available online. We'd love to uh, to have y'all come out. Yeah, and tickets are only fifteen dollars. Yeah, they're very cheap. reasonable. They're cheap. And then you can get uh, a meal. I think there's three or four different meals that you can pick online as well, and they're only fifteen dollars. So you can get a meal and the show for thirty bucks. So. Are they medieval meals? Mm, Are we talking yeah. turkey legs? It's turkey legs, yeah. it's turkey legs and, and Steiner. Really? No, it's um, it's provided by uh, Alay, the uh, the French restaurant in Diamond Springs. They do uh, little boxed meals that I heard were really good. I didn't get a chance to eat. I, th- one. I think they're sandwiches, right? So there's like a veggie sandwich and a tri-tip sandwich, and you'll some have other to come stuff. to find out. Yeah. And tickets are going rather rapidly. We're running out of uh, tickets and time, so um, I would suggest if you're interested, you do it as early as you can. We have seating for. We're hoping. Um, we're hoping. Um, well, well, not hoping. We're limiting it to uh, 200. So um, call in and 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 reserve if you're interested in, in in a nice evening. The weather's holding up. I'm looking outside right now, and it's just absolutely gorgeous. So. Should be a fun evening. Yeah, do it yeah. for Mother's Day, if nothing else. And Surprise mom. Seven to nine each night. Correct. Yep. Okay. Um, the other thing that we had mentioned uh, when we opened was talking about a, a visit from Cal Fire. I wanted to tell all of you a, a little about that. There is a um, there's a wine club member who has some property not too far from us, and he was in here one day, and he said, I... Um, uh, we're cleaning up our property, and we've got 20 acres of woods here, so I was really interested in that. And he says, oh, yeah, Cal Fire will come in, and they use it as a training facility for them. And uh, as a result, they come in and clean it up, uh, do burn piles, and, and it's worked real well for them. So I said, wow, that's good. So I called up uh, – actually, I sent a letter in to the uh, uh, battalion chief of Cal Fire for Northern California, and then to my great amazement, uh, very kind of him to respond and he asked me to call one of the battalion chiefs locally, which I did, uh, came out, looked at the woods, looked at the property. Uh, we talked about it. He says, yeah, they do have that program. And uh, uh, so I, I said, it sounds good. Let's talk about it. And he says, well, if you want to do it, you'll have to fire, uh, fire, fire oh, no. an environmental <laughs> impact. <laughs> you'll have to fire, to fire you'll David. Have to set the fire. <laughs> yeah. And we'll come in and put it out. Now, he said, we'll, we'll, uh, you'll have to file an environmental impact report. Oh, geez. Mm, that sounds fun. And then you'll have to file something with yeah. the, for, with the uh, fish and game, and you'll have to file. I said, well, really? I said, how long would it take to get all of this done? And, and oh, he said, and there's a list. And I said, so how long's the list? He says, you know, if you sign up now and get all the paperwork done, you could get on the list, and you're about five years out. Oh, Boy, that's a that's like a gamble, right? <laughs> well, it sounds like permit, I, permits, permits. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, so sure. he was sure. very kind, and he looked around. And one of the things he said is, "You have, you have a very." He wouldn't want me to quote him on this in case there was a fire, but he said, "You have a very low risk of fire. The way the vineyard's situated and the buildings are." Are, oh. are, are with metal roofs and, and tile roofs. You're, you're, you've got a good. Was that news situation. to you, or did you know that? No, I kind of thought it, but you know, having a, a fire guy tell me that rather than my my eighty um, six year old uh, aunt. <laughs> Wait a minute, she couldn't be my aunt if she was eighty six. <laughs> she was very popular. In high school. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> 
I'm sorry, Aunt. So, <laughs> so we we will. She I, doesn't I'm, I'm 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 sad to tell you that we will not have any any uh, any woods cleared anytime oh, soon unless we. Bad. Unless we get the uh, chainsaws out, and do it ourselves. And get out there ourselves. and the torches. Yeah, but I, I did. Yeah, really. And the, tor- and the torches. David's and gonna have me out there with the chainsaws. And the pitch. <laughs> and don't forget the pitchforks. The pitchforks, pitchforks and, the torches, and the torches. But I did want to thank uh, Cal Fire for coming out here. They were very gracious and very helpful and very um, um, sympathetic to what our needs were. Yeah. Just it's just <laughs> it's just the red tape factor. Yep. That's all. Franny. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Yes. This is your first time here, so you're probably really a little reluctant and shy. And, a little bit. Uh, yeah, that's yeah. Franny. Franny's yeah. shy. I'm surprised Please. we got her here. Yeah. <laughs> I raced here. Raced here. She couldn't wait. Was that it? Is that why you raced? Because you couldn't wait? I couldn't. Well, I was hoping I got pulled over by a cop on the way here, and then I could, like, <laughs> drop your name it. a little bit, and then you sent me that text message, like, well, then there's bail, and like I didn't respond to that, yeah. but in my mind I was thinking, yeah, you're the one I'm gonna call. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we we I didn't mention the other event. I'm sorry to to go back, but the other event we had an event scheduled, bail for Franny. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah the benefit concert. The benefit We're just concert. Have yeah. a running tip jar yeah. here <laughs> for everybody. Mm-hmm. So you dutifully handle. Weddings, I am the wedding and event director here at David Gerard's, um, happily. Uh, we've been trying to bring it back since COVID, which has been a struggle, I think, for a lot of people around across the board. Yeah. Um, but people are getting married. They're getting married again outdoors. They want to gather. They want to get together. Um, we can definitely house a lot of people. So it's been really fun to have all these inquiries come in and respond to them and meet to the brides and grooms and show them I around. hear sirens in the background, David. I think the vineyard's on fire. Uh, excuse me. I'll be right back. I have to get the fire hose out. <laughs> and the chainsaw on the pitchfork. Yeah. Sorry to interrupt. No, it's been great. We've had a you know a couple good weddings. Uh, we got a lot of inquiries coming up here and showing people around. We've lowered our prices for this year for 2023 only uh, booking. So that's been a benefit, and people are very interested in that. Um, we've been putting together a wedding package here to include catering, florals, DJ. The venue, tables and chairs, um, I would say most of the inquiries that come through are looking for a package and people are really excited to know that we are doing weddings again and that we are able to offer a package for that. Um, so it's been really cool meeting people that come out. I lo- I'm a people person. That's what I do. <laughs> uh, talk to everybody. Usually greet them with hugs because I'm a touchy-feely person like that. Uh, but other than that, things are kind of picking up right now with the great weather that's coming out. There's a lot of yeah. interest that's coming out here. So I'm really excited, actually. I feel like it's going to – It's it's we're, we're turning the cogs here. Yeah, definitely. Know? So when somebody calls in here to the tasting room or they call I, I they call you directly, um, what should they expect? What happens? Um, well, you know, when somebody calls at, for an inquiry looking for this venue for their wedding, one of the first things um, I do is, you know, ask them, you know, where are you guys from? Are you familiar with the vineyard? And I've found a lot of people are are inquiring from the Bay Area and outside of the vineyard. And so I, I really try and educate them on, you know, what this vineyard's about and how gorgeous it is and come out and this is what we can offer you. Um, so I really try and fill out where they're from, uh, what their budget is also. This is, a, you know, a very beautiful exclusive vineyard. Um, what they're looking for for their guest accommodations as far as indoor, outdoor, luxury, you know, basic, all of that. Um, so we talk about that, and if they're on board with that and they look at what's expected and what is also included in our venue, uh, then we set up a tour. So when you lo- when you load them on the tram, you mm-hmm. can handle it's what? It's like Universal Studios. That's what I thought. Yeah. <laughs> That's one of the things I tell everybody. I was like, yeah. welcome to Universal I'm Studios. A, I was thinking on your about your drive on the way over here being pulled over and the gator pulling this tram that holds what? 11, eight, 11 eight people? people? 
something eight, like that. Eight, okay, yeah. Depending yeah. on the size. Yeah. And you're going up and around, mm-hmm. turning curves. And I- Don't judge me on my driving skills. I do tell them that, too. There's one little part <laughs> that, like, skids up at the gallery. I'm like, just hold on. <laughs> um, but, yeah, we do little Universal Studio tram tour. I take t- them to all three ceremony sites as well as the Galleria. Usually when I turn on the tram on the first turn here by the pond, it's like, it's like it's money every yeah. time i cue the crane you know this <laughs> crane, yeah or the true. gray blue hair and yeah. i was like I, and when i'm driving i'm like oh this could be more perfect <laughs> cue the crane the crane crosses and there's a turtle coming out of the pond they're all animatronic yeah uh, yeah i gotta deal with them <laughs> Uh, but it's great, you know, and people mostly, I would say, a majority of the people that come out here, they do like the luxurious ceremony site with the pillars yeah. up there. Is that where we're having the Shakespeare? Yes. Yeah. Yep. Up there? Yeah. So, and that one holds the most uh, people. Uh, there's the waterfall site, and then there's the lower vineyard site. Speaking of the waterfall site, yes. a little inside baseball here is we did at the waterfall pump has been out for how many months, Nick? Uh, Six months? Many. Yeah, well, not since since the rainy season, during the rainy season, so it wasn't really necessary to get too concerned about it. But we did have it replaced. We have a new pump in there, and the water is flowing wonderfully. It's really nice. Good. I didn't know that. Well, that's why you come to these podcasts. Yeah. I'm only here for an hour a week. (laughs) (laughs) Dave doesn't actually work here. No. I come for the wine. I get a bottle of wine. I do a podcast. Yeah, no, that that was out for six months. That was a, a major stressor for me. Like, huh, am yeah. I going to have to replace but this? But that area is so gorgeous it's for weddings, really especially in the fall. Those yeah. leaves, the trees that surround that, yeah. oh, they're beautiful. all red, bright red, and yellow, and orange, and super gorgeous. And then these vineyard, the grapevines, they light up on your way there. Yeah, it's, like it's beautiful. It's a really nice spot. That's a smaller wedding. Definitely, site. that's that's an intimate kind of boutique yes. wedding spot for sure. Then we have the large pillar site, which is really gorgeous. More Roman feel of, I don't know. Do you call that Tuscan? You do. Okay, I do. Somebody does. David calls it Tuscan. We will call it Tuscan, <laughs> and that's gorgeous, and that can hold quite a few people. Yeah. Actually, we did that. Um, it was a huge Russian Ukrainian wedding, and they had 200 people, and we were able to seat them all there. And in the Galleria as well. However, they didn't have dancing that time, so it made more room in the Galleria for really? people no to... Really? No dancing? No dancing. Mm. Yeah. They danced later. Ah. Uh. They danced later. I heard. Oh, I hear Not wine here. pouring. They didn't dance Anybody here. hear that? Oh, everybody heard that. Yeah. So I was thinking about the waterfall, and I was thinking of Willy Wonka when Augustus Gloog... <laughs> as one does. As one does. <laughs> Augustus Gloog falls into the, to the chocolate fountain yeah and yeah. then the, and the chocolate waterfall yeah i was thinking if we put some brown dye in there <laughs> how about just your private I'm reserve just not thinking <laughs> just your private reserve you know a lot of kids died at that factory <laughs> we're, really gonna, we're gonna give golden tickets out <laughs> it's kind of a dark story that's not a bad idea uh-huh. i never thought of them I, dying I, I, i'm sorry i drifted off into that but but for christmas my daughter gave me the complete works of raul dell and i'm just finishing the book so it's kind of in there. Oh, nice. Yeah. Is it a good read? Uh, yeah, the guy's a brilliant writer. Wonderful. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I heard about I heard about a guy who went up to Wheatland uh, not too long ago. Who goes to what is Wheatland and where is Wheatland? There's a huge venue out there. Really? Uh, a venue. Yes. Yeah, and they the, just recently built uh, a Hard Rock. Yeah, the Hard Rock Hotel. Cafe. Isn't that Hotel. where you went? That is where I went. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. When he called in sick. No, no. The dates don't Is match. Is that where you were? You just got blasted. The dates don't match. Yeah, I went to a Sting concert mm, a couple weeks ago. A yeah. couple weeks ago? Yeah, a couple weeks ago. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. It was awesome. Really good. Yeah. A lot of, a lot of police songs, right? Not just Sting solo. Yeah, he did both. But and, that's uh, literally the only thing out there. What, Sting? <laughs> he lives out yeah, there. Yeah, it's just him. <laughs> You want to spell that word, please? S-T-I-N-G. You don't know who Sting is? Yeah, but the way he was pronouncing it, I was a little concerned. Stink. 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 That's his accent. What accent? He's an old guy, isn't he? Sting. Yeah. Is that what we're talking about? Yes. (laughs) When you say old guy, what do you mean? 
because yeah, like, David. I, I just a so when you that's a good question. So when you say old guy, does Where's that mean phone? older I than you? I need to look up how old Sting is. Oh, seventy yeah. something. I think. Oh, <laughs> seventy and winning. <laughs> yeah, he's doing well for himself. He's seventy-one. David's doing all right. <laughs> well, I, I think it, I think it's a great question. Is is who is an old guy? Could be could be somebody who's twenty-eight with uh, with his pants up to his chest and suspenders on. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Could be it's an old soul, mm-hmm. an old soul, exactly. Well, Sting, I would say, then is is a young guy. Yeah, yeah, young at heart. Young at heart. He's in great shape. I mean, he looked like he was in great shape. Um, fifty-five or better. He's old. <laughs> That's what we call fifty-five plus right now. Oh my gosh! We say fifty-five or better. <laughs> I, I, yeah, I've I just I crossed that line a while ago. <laughs> Did you just blush? <laughs> <laughs> blush. <laughs> <laughs> or was that steam? One of the two. I think it was steam. Uh-huh. Anyway, I've been to Wheatland a couple times. It seems like it's way out there. It's about an hour away. It's not too bad. Really? I always, yeah, I picture yeah, that. Yeah, I mean, maybe a, a hair longer than an hour, but um, easy to get in, easy to get out. Great concerts out there. Yeah, it's beautiful um, country. Is it? <laughs> no, it's not. it's not. Sorry to our Wheatland country. listeners. <laughs> yeah. So, so you go to Wheatland. For entertainment, Nick goes to Death Valley, yeah, and 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 walks down canyons, all desolate places. Yeah, tell yeah. us about that. Yeah, I just I just got back. Today's my first day back from uh, about a week long trip to um, Havasupai, uh, Havasu Falls. Um, my girlfriend and I went. We stopped in Death Valley on the way down. That was hot and dusty and windy. It was. The first night was actually kind of miserable. Um, I love Death Valley. I've been a couple times were, before. Were you camping? Yeah, we camped out each night. So so hot during the day, cold at night? Death or? Valley, yeah. It was When we got there, it was probably 98 to 101 oh, wow. at 6 p.m., 7 p.m. So it was hot. It was dry. Um, but Death Valley really has a certain kind of beauty. But that was kind of an unintended pit stop. Um, the real reason we went was to go to Havasu Falls, um, I got a permit for that back in 2019, and then COVID shut the whole thing down. You go through a very remote uh, native village, the Supai people, and they didn't want to get sick from tourist diseases, so I held on to a permit for three years and was finally able to go, and it was a really spectacular time. We backpacked in, brought all of our stuff. Spent three nights there. I think we hiked a total of 45 to 50 miles over the course of the trip. So lost a couple pounds. It was nice. I had no cell service, which was also really nice. Um, so David couldn't contact you? Nobody he, he could contact you. me. You know, I'm surprised. I got I got a text from Jordan. Um, that was it. I didn't get any texts from... I sent you from, hundreds. I, hundreds of texts. <laughs> Well, Oops, didn't see him. Auto, like auto-delete. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, I forwarded it to my burner phone. No, but it was, it was, a, it was a fantastic time. Um, it was really nice to get out, get out in nature. Um, I think the big draw for that, there are three separate waterfalls, and the water there is bright blue from um, lime deposits that come through the river. So it's mm. very, I mean, it is, it's a photographer's dream. I'm no photographer, but... Uh, my phone takes pretty good pictures, so it was it was really incredible. Um, a lot more people than I expected. There were probably a hundred plus campers on any given day, um, and you know people leave really early to backpack out. Uh, so new campsites open up. We moved once or twice, but it was it was just it was beautiful. I haven't been backpacking like that in a long time, so it's nice to nice to get away. But you're more happy to be back at work, right? Well, you know, it's funny. It, it Even when you're only gone for four or five days, it feels like you're away from home for yep. eons. And yep. it, it, it was it was nice. It was nice to come home. Um, and they don't allow alcohol out there. So I, I was I was dry for four or five days. How it's did nice. they not allow alcohol? They, tip it, years past, they search. Like if you have a cooler or your backpacks, they'll search because it's on a reservation. They don't want any alcohol coming in they didn't search us so i could have snuck a couple beers but 
uh, for for weight and the backpack reasons, I decided not to even try to get away with it. So sounds like a very boring trip. Yeah, well, you find you find ways to entertain yourself. <laughs> played uh, played about fifty games of rummy, which uh, which, which would be better which, with alcohol. Yeah. Right? Right? Which, which rum? Which, rummy which, is which, boring which, unless you're drinking alcohol. Is, which is. drove you rummy, right? Exactly, exactly. Well, my my girlfriend had to teach me how to play, and she was what fuzzy i i know how to play poker and we didn't have any chips so was this strip rummy or something no 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 we had neighbors very close by it's not that kind of place but i'm sure it could have been if if we started it but um yeah playing rummy with fuzzy rules is um not a not a fantastic time and then to cap it off we uh tried to split up the drive back um stayed in barstow california which is just like wheatland just another gorgeous gorgeous place gorgeous place yeah i i will i will say last thing i will say we went to this dive. i don't think we have any wine club members from there right uh, we don't anymore, no, anymore. we don't anymore no no <laughs> those are gone i'm um, so sorry you guys these guys are embarrassing yeah we are we are we're, we're just we're just yanking your chains but no we went to this really divey bar called the pit stop and uh the food Gosh, there was, it doesn't sound like a divey bar the food was in, <laughs> incredible it was our first i i got a hamburger it was the only thing i was craving after backpacking food for four days and did you grab a beer oh yeah i got a 24 ounce and then we split a 16 ounce <laughs> so go. the two or three pounds came back in it a hurry. came right that's what i, that's what I said I so, like, well so much for all that what's backpacking food uh they make these well granola. a lot of snacks a lot of granola. trail mix granola um jerky uh they actually make these um, there's a few different brands but they make these freeze-dried meals that you add boiling water to wow. and, and mix it it was like being an astronaut you know, we had a we had a mac and cheese one and a chicken pad thai that were actually really good. They they tasted normal. We had we had one that was which uh, which wines would you think pair with? Uh, you know, I'd say the Grenache would be great. Bringing it back uh, to wine, with the pad thai. Um, as for the uh, the mac and cheese that we had, I think a nice I think a nice Viognier song would be nice. Did you, you, you hear that? He smacked his lips. It would have been. Yeah. Mm, I'm, been. I'm salivating thinking about the backpacking pad time. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> it's good to be back, though. Well, we're glad to have you back. I Thank told you. you that earlier today. It's, Thank you. Nice it, to feel appreciated. You know, uh, I, want, I wanted to co- mention a couple other things. We're, we're close to our time, but um, one of the pleasures of having a place like this, working at a place like this, people come in, they ask me if, if I'm the owner, and I always point to David. So he's, uh, he has to. I'm the owner? Yeah. yeah. Oh, wow. Congratulations. I, I, no, don't, don't you Unlike get, me, don't, because don't, I will. I'd, I'd stand, like to see the paperwork. I will get people to applaud and stand for me and say, Welcome <laughs> the owner of David Gerard. It <laughs> is Nick. <laughs> I prefer people to bow. <laughs> but people ask David, Are you the David? Who would ever answer to that? The Not me. David. Not me. It's another Not me. title. The David. The but David Esquire. Back to my, back to my just <laughs> precious comment. Um, we had some people in this weekend, and it's one of the pleasures of ha- having this place because they just came in, they talked, and uh, they're owners of Kimmy Candy out of Nevada. And Oh, uh, yeah, they're great. They, they, they told me the story. Uh, the owner uh, started out, and um, he was a farmer. And somebody, one of, his, one of the farmhands came in, and he said, you know, there's a boat that landed in Stockton. It's got a container of chocolate, and I can get it for you like Ten percent commercial value. Hustler. <laughs> so he took he took a flyer, okay. got the container, and then thought, now what am I going to do? <laughs> so he got somebody to package it, and he went into um, went into one of the big local uh, grocery chains, and he talked to the uh, buyer, and he said, the buyer says, okay, we'll take it on, and and we'll put it at one of our cash registers, and see how it goes. So he said, and then I'll call you in a month, and we'll we'll uh, see how see what's happening. So he goes back, and the guy says after after a month, and I'm I'm paraphrasing. Um, so he said, uh, I, I you know we're not going to take it at one of our stores. Um, the good news is we're taking it at all of our stores. Oh, nice. It just sold out Aww. immediately. So now he has this. He's been on um, he's been on a number of business national business. Sh- uh, news shows on television. He provided the candy 
for the uh, White House Easter egg hunt this oh, year. Oh, wow. Just a great Very success cool. story. And, wow. and they're nice people. And yeah. you just and he's from here. He's he Reno. There's, oh. there's factories in Reno. Oh. But it's just a great story yeah. to hear people. And extraordinarily, oh, we were just, just lucky. Nah. No, they did something very, very yeah, hard work involved. important. Um, so that that probably triggered my earlier thought to chocolate wine, but who knows? <laughs> chocolate fountain. Mm-hmm. Chocolate yeah, fountain. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, just to, to kind of put a cap on that, I, I've met I've met them a few times, and they are really really cool cool people, very down to earth, and they always give us a couple samples of candy as well. It's good stuff. We're going to. Um, we're going to address the earlier concern that we don't talk about wine enough, and I think it's a good concern. Next week, we're going to have a special guest, Jeff Bauman uh, from uh, Rigazzi. Oh, is Jeff coming on? Yeah. Oh, great. So what we're going to do, we're going to try and do this. Um, Does that mean I don't need to be here? No. It, Does that mean I'm invited back? Everyone's invited back. Hey, there we go. That means you have to be. I was trying to get out of it. <laughs> and, I presented my my question way better than you. Does that mean I get invited back? Yes. Well, I, I think we had different purposes or you different ideas of what failure. we wanted. No, you say you're like, Do Guns I and Roses. And <laughs> <laughs> the Roses, clearly. So, so Jeff is a, uh, a winemaker, and... Um, uh, and we've had a relationship with him for some time, and he makes some very nice wines. We, we thought we would try to do it on, on probably not every uh, podcast, but at least once a month, have a winemaker in the area, El Dorado area, um, to come in and talk about their wines. Yeah. Uh, after all, we all, uh, as, as wonderful as our wines are, we all like to drink different wines from time to time. Uh, we do. Yeah. We, we, not we, very often, but every now and then. Yeah. Not, well, Yes, exactly. So, and we 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 taste wines uh, frequently here to see how we measure up. We how much lo- better we are? Uh, how <laughs> we have only lost uh, what uh, fifteen hundred uh, comparative taste testing so far. <laughs> no, there that's is not no true. competition. It's social networking. Well, yeah, I, I, I'll, I'll brag just exactly. a little bit, and this is true. As and, you and, and I'm not making it, it is up. The As people come in here and they say, you know, you're one of the few places that we've been. We like all your wines. Uh, and I've never been offended if somebody comes in and says, I don't like the wines. That doesn't happen often, but every now and then it does. I'm never offended by that. It's not to their taste. If somebody came in and said they're not good wines, they're absolutely dead wrong. <laughs> they're great wines, but there's a difference between whether they like it. Absolutely. Not everybody's yep. going to like the same wine. Not everybody's going to like the same dog, the same horses, whatever it is. And so dogs it's and it's horses. a difference in taste. It's interesting that you compare our wines to dogs and horses. I I'm not well, sure that's what we do. David, I, unlike you, I'm a dog lover. Yeah. <laughs> Are you? A lot of sarcasm there. <laughs> and Are you? Lover. I don't know if there's a runner, because I don't know if people mo- probably don't know this about you, but you run every morning. I, I don't know any runner that likes dogs. He carries dog treats in his pocket. That would be so cute. I, he's running. I, 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 I can show you the scars. <laughs> yeah. Definitely afraid of chihuahuas. Well, I, I'm afraid we I'm afraid we're coming to that point in the program where we're going to have to wrap it up. You know, that was uh, my cue. I think I think we should quickly just talk about May because it's so full. Okay. Yeah, of, please. Of, yeah. Of yeah, of thank things, you. Right? Thanks, David. So, May 5th, the first thing we have is uh, Pizza Friday. Uh, we do that from 4.30 to 6.30. Who's doing the pizza? And homemade pizza? From David Morrison is you? making the pizza. There might be. Oh, yeah. my yeah. goodness. So we do. Side hustle. I, yeah. I, I, David, okay. I'm, I'm looking at the basil plant. Oh, yeah, yeah. Right it's over doing there. well. Yeah, it's doing well. Almost died, and it's coming back. Okay. Yeah. Fresh ground ingredients for yeah. the pizza. Fresh ingredients, exactly. homemade uh, pizza dough. Um, okay. Yeah, it, I think you'll love it. So we're going to do that on the 5th. Cinco de Mayo. Cinco de Mayo. Yes. Then we've got the Tempest. We've got the Shakespeare. We already kind of talked about that, but that's the 11th, 12th, 13th, and 14th. Mm-hmm. Five, uh, no, seven to nine. Seven to nine. And then on the 20th, we have our wine club release. That's a Saturday. Um, that'll be during the day. Uh, Noon 12 to, to four. four. Yeah. yeah, 12 to four, we'll have some live music, release our wines. We'll do some pairings with our wines. Fun. Yeah, yeah, it'll be great. Yeah, yeah. So that's the twentieth, and then one day later. So on Sunday, the twenty-first, we're going to be doing the mimosa Sunday again. That'll be. Yep. How are the bubbles? 
because I have oh, yet to taste them. You haven't tried them? them? They're no, really good. I haven't good. been privy really, to really try good. Well, you know. <laughs> we'll see if we can move some I'm going to try them as soon as we're done right now. <laughs> They're really good. So on that uh, Mimosa Sunday, that's also a brunch. So that's uh, catered by uh, Sierra Rising. Yep. And so if people want to do that, they got to get on the davidgerardvineyards.com. You yep. can... You can say what you want because we need to know in advance what you want to. Yeah, have. just for portions and, and everything like that. Yeah, so, and so you mentioned Sierra Rising. I, I want to give them a, a, a shout out too because um, Teal from Sierra, uh, from Sierra Rising uh, was a was the pastry chef for um, Wolfgang Puck at Post Trio, which is one of the great restaurants in San Francisco. Um, the food is spectacular. So, yeah. and that is also one of our caterers that we use for our wedding yes. packages. Funny, actually, funny you mentioned that. Yes, yes, she is also one of our caterers, and she has magnificent food and yes. magnificent prices, and she does beautiful wedding cakes. So we can encompass that also. Yeah, there but you she go. has amazing food, and that is a local business here. Yeah. About what would you say, three, four miles from here, yeah. from the vineyard. Oh, no, no more. Yeah. No more, yeah. So that's a local business here in this beautiful rafting town in El Dorado County with this beautiful vineyard. So yeah. come out and taste the brunch, <laughs> especially if you just got engaged so you can taste her food. <laughs> taste the brunch. Hey, nice that's to, that was good. You and just then give in me a call, <laughs> and we will get to know each other. Yeah. Uh, taste the brunch is our motto. Taste the brunch. Life's too short. Taste the brunch. Taste the brunch. <laughs> Nick, you want to tell our listeners how they might contact us? Sure, yeah. You can uh, you can write into the mailbox, uh, email at club, C-L-U-B, at davidgerardvineyards.com. Uh, you can shoot us a text at 530-295-1833. You can send us a message through our website, davidgerardvineyards.com. We're on Instagram at davidgerardwinery, Facebook at davidgerardvineyards. Uh, we're all over the place, so please reach out. Come come in for a tasting Friday through Sunday, 11 to 5 p.m. Uh, we'd love to have any and all of y'all listening in here. And I also have an audio book, uh, Somewhat About Wine, by David Gerard. If you have nothing to Shame do, it's on Audible. <laughs> <laughs> it's not... It's, it's a plug, and it's more than shameless. <laughs> I thought you were going to say there's some shame involved. <laughs> You so were saying. Thank you. Thank you all for listening. Thank you. We'll Thanks, see, guys. We'll see you next week. We'll see you, see you next later. week. Bye. Bye.